How do you find and keep hope alive? You know, we talk about getting up on these mountaintops, but it's, it's never really the mountaintop that shapes us or forms us. It's when you get to the top of the mountaintop, you get to look down at where you just came from. And where you just came from is what turned you into who you are. My hope is centered totally, completely in Him. This is what hope sounds like. Hey, how you doing? It's Brenda here with you from the Light FM's Afternoon Drive, and this is what hope sounds like. And today we are talking about seasons of waiting. I know, good stuff today. So I got a very special guest with me today, David Leonard. Hey. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you so much for yeah. being here with us today. Your song, Good Lord. I mean, we just love playing it on the air, and, you know, I love... I was reading about uh, some of the things that you said about writing the song, and you said, God is good all the time, and that never changes. Yeah, I mean, I think I've, I've tend to, to have to look back to see where God has been with me. I think I look to the future a lot of times, and, you know, I can become overwhelmed with everything. Yeah. And if I just take time to look backwards and see where the hand of God's been all over my life, I, yeah. I, I am reminded that God has been good yeah. a lot of times. Yeah. And uh, it takes looking back sometimes to see some of that. It does, right? It yeah. totally does. And, and speaking of taking taking a look back, I, I know that we talked earlier, but uh, you were originally from All Sons and Daughters. Yeah. And I got to tell you, and I talked to you about this earlier, when I was with Youth with a Mission, that's when I, where I was introduced to All Sons and Daughters. And yeah. this was, gosh, probably about 10 years ago or something like that. Yeah. Um, but it was just so amazing because y your music, especially Great Are You, Lord, mm. I mean, it just brings praise and worship and brings the Holy Spirit into your worship. And tell me a little bit about, about how you write a song and how you go about that. Oh, man. I mean, a song like that, it just appears. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you know, people have, have asked multiple times, like, you know, what is it like? And I, and honestly, with that one, it, it's been a gift. I mean, I think... Um, a lot of times you write songs and you go, oh, those that's going to be a good one. Yeah, and yeah, with yeah. that one, it's always kind of been one of those that didn't really know if it was going to be good. It was just just a song that was kind of written for our community yeah. and um, and is a constant reminder to me that I have no idea what I'm doing in all of this. So just be present in, in the writing of songs. You know, write from things that you know, things that you feel, and, uh, and just try to... Uh, Try to just do the best as you can. There's, there's, there's no magical formula to any of yeah, this stuff. Yeah. It's the real stuff comes from real situations and real life, and so we just tend to write from those places a lot of times. Absolutely, and it's like it's just you said. You know, sometimes you think a song's going to do well, it doesn't. It's, it's kind of like radio. <laughs> you think you did a good break. <laughs> yeah, it's the best break in the world. It was awesome. So many people got saved, and it was probably your boss is like, that was the worst thing you've ever done. So, um, and then the bad stuff, it's like, oh, that was good. Okay. You know, and, and I just think it's funny. I could totally relate to that. But do you ever, do you ever feel yourself waiting for a song to come? Like, uh, I mean, how does that, how is that process in your songwriting? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, the older I've gotten, the more I've been okay with not finishing a song. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think early on the tendency was like, oh, we got to finish it. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, you don't have to finish it right now. We can let it marinate a little bit and, mm -hmm. and come back to it. I think nothing is done great really yeah. fast. Yeah. 
and so the more that we could stew on it and, yeah. and let it simmer, the better. And um, yeah, I, I just uh, I'm a firm believer that when it's right, it feels right, yeah. and nothing's done until it's on the radio. You know? Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Well, I love that. You know, that's you know that's our topic today is is, is seasons of waiting. And we were talking earlier about Isaiah 41, 31. Those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. And it's just so great because, you know, I think we live in such a world that is so fast right Mm. now. And we live in such a world where, I mean, even, uh, you know, economically and psychologically, there are, are studies that have been done where we live in a world where we have so many choices. We don't have patience anymore. Yeah. We don't want to wait in it because we can get it like that. We can get pictures of people like that. We can get news stories across the globe like that. Yeah. So waiting is, you know, yeah. we, we don't want to wait anymore. But the Bible tells us if we wait on the Lord, we will find new strength. Mm. And I know that you have some great stories on, on waiting. Please share those with us. Yeah, I mean... Uh... I've done my fair share of waiting through the years. Amen. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, me and my, I've been married for coming up on 18 years this oh, year, which is crazy. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, there was a season where we were trying to have kids. We had our first daughter. It took us a, a couple of years to do that. Okay. And then we were trying to have another one and, and couldn't for about four years. Struggle with infertility stuff. Um, had a miscarriage. Just a lot of promises that we felt like the Lord gave us and um and it was a tough season it was a you know a lot of the time that was happening the that was right at the end of all sons and daughters too so that was ending and so there was like identity stuff going on of, of like okay hey if all this goes away uh who am I and so it was just like a cyclone of emotions uh happening and um Man, I just remember um, I was we were out in L.A. and I decided I was going to do this drive back from California to Nashville by myself and just have like a come to Jesus with Jesus kind of thing. And everybody always told me they were like, you should go to the Grand Canyon. Everybody sees everybody sees God in the yes. Grand Canyon. It's like the Grand Cathedral. Yes, I've been there. Yeah. Yes, I went on a road trip too when I was waiting and trying to find out who I was and what my identity was. And I went through the Grand Canyon, and that's when I heard someone's voice on the radio, and I was like, I want to be in radio. This is incredible. So the Grand Canyon, absolutely, good. yeah. So I'm I'm headed to the Grand Canyon wow. out of L.A., and I get to like the Mojave Desert, and I'm like suddenly aware that I had just sent everybody back I loved on an airplane thousands of miles away and felt very overcome with anxiety and fear and uh, just because through this whole season I just felt very unseen I think that was you know seasons of waiting they tend to just make you feel like no one's listening mm-hmm. you know and especially God's like you know the things that my heart desires they're not coming true it's not happening the things that I feel like you have given us they're not happening um and so they can just be very very lonely times because you just you feel like you're by yourself and so driving through this thing i'm just like all of the weight of that has felt like it 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 just was pressed down on this moment and um this was totally overcome and i'm i get to the mojave desert and it's so dark and I'm just like, I don't even see other cars on the road. It just feels like if anything happens to me out here, 
I'm done. This is it. No one you know? knows. No one knows. And I can remember seeing like a light coming over her, the horizon. I thought it was coming into a city. Um, but then all of a sudden the moon broke the horizon. And it was the biggest thing I'd ever seen. And it just felt like immediately God threw on this big flashlight and just said, like, I see you. Like, it wasn't this grand voice that I heard that was like, this is what your life's going to be like. It was just simply an acknowledgement by God. Um, and that's all I needed. And, I, you know, I went on to the Grand Canyon, and it was beautiful. It was like, it's a, the Grand Cathedral. Yeah, yeah. But it's the desert that really was the moment that shaped me. And I think I talk about this often right now is like, you know, we talk about getting up on these mountaintops, but it's the mountaintop, you know, it's, it's never really the mountaintop that shapes us or forms us. It's when you get to the top of the mountaintop, you get to look down at where you just came from and where you just came from is what turned you into who you are. And I feel like the mountain place the mountaintops are only there to allow us to look down and to, you know, just take it all in of what just happened. It's a breath, mm -hmm. yeah. you know. It's yeah. it's less about being on the top. Yeah. And it's more just a the Lord gives us a breath yeah. to look down and see where we came from. And um, I'm just thankful for those. I'm, I'm thankful for uh, looking back. I'm thankful for those seasons of waiting. While I'm in it, I hate it. Yeah. And I don't want to be in it. Nobody does. Nobody, Nobody. wants to be in that season of waiting. Nobody <laughs> wants to. Mm -mm. But I'm thankful for them. I, and funny thing is, is I did the drive again, like a year later, year and a half later. Mm -hmm. And I went through the desert during the day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my image of the desert in the night is just like yeah. dirt yeah. and just all this yeah. dead. Yeah. Um, but I drove through during the day and yeah. it was filled with green yeah. and flowers wow. and like all kinds of wow. things. So it was like the very thing that I thought mm -hmm. was a dead, mm -hmm. dry place yeah. was actually full of life yeah. Yeah. and full of color. And, so and so, I don't know, it, it's just, it's been such a beautiful picture that I've held on to. And it's sustained me yeah. through a lot of different things. So beautiful, you. Because before we got, we came on to uh, to shoot this. You were talking about how you're reading Isaiah 43 right yeah. now, and what you just said about, you know, the first time you went into the desert, yeah. dark, went back, and it yeah. was new. Yeah. And then in Isaiah 43:18, you said I you're see. learning it. Forget all that. Yeah. It's nothing compared to what I'm going to do. I'm about to do something new. Yeah. See. I've already begun. Don't you see it? Because you went back to the desert yeah. and it was green and, yeah. and beautiful because he's already begun. And I love how, how you're saying, you know, when you're on the mountaintops, you're looking down into the valley and it's just an opportunity to say, thank you, Lord. Yeah. You know, and in those times of waiting, you said you were, um, you're questioning your identity. Yeah. You know, questioning your identity because you just came from a place of, of all sons and daughters. Yeah. You know, um, Talk to me about questioning your identity, that season of waiting. What kept you through it until you, until God finally gave you that moment of, you are my son and I'm with you? I mean, I would say just the people around me. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, it's not if you need community, it's when you need community because we all need it. Um, and thankfully, I, I was surrounded, you know, um, 
by a lot of amazing people. Um, my wife, my church, um, and I, I would say that that is the only reason that, that we were able to get through any of that. Mm -hmm. Hold each other up. Yeah. You know, and we've been talking a lot about that um, here at the Light FM lately. It's just how, you know, the Light FM, God uses the Light FM for our listeners. That's, we hold each other up. It's, yeah. it's the community that God has created so that we can walk through life together. And I love how you said you, you went into the desert. Like you had to go into the desert for God to see you, mm. for God to find you. You know, we got to go into those dark places in order to to be with God, to find God. Yeah. Because sometimes when we're on the mountaintop, we're glorifying God is good, you yeah. know. But when we're dark in those dark deserts, those storms, those places of being alone, that's where we can really be still. And God, we can actually draw closer to God. Yeah. And I, I heard this, uh, this saying once, we got to go through the valley of weeping mm. on our way to God, mm. you know. So it's it's for people who are in that season of waiting if they're in that dark desert, it's a good place to be, right? Yeah, you know? I would say I would say it is. Uh, it's not easy. Nope. Uh, and it's more often painful than not. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but I promise, on the other side, it's uh, it's yeah. a sweet space. Yeah, absolutely. If there's somebody watching right now who's in a dark season of waiting, what, what would you say to encourage them? Just hold on, hold on. Awesome. Hope is coming. New days are coming, and new things and whether it looks like what we want it to or not, yeah. I, I, I do believe that, that hope does come and um, you can find good in it. And this is what hope sounds like.